Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Um, hello. Isn't it funny how I wasn't actually sure if I should talk about my uni experience and how I found my degree, but I seem to be confident enough to come on here and discuss what finding your passion means. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's random, but I am really passionate. Wow, didn't even realize um, what I was saying there. But yeah, I am really passionate about this topic. Uh, the reason being because I have struggled with this since high school, early high school days. And um, I think it's something that a lot of people will have trouble with. It's one of those things not many people talk about, some people find and others don't and wonder why. And that's exactly why I wanted to chat about it because it is a scary topic and just another one of those unknowns in life, I feel. So let's get into it. Uh, Welcome back to The One Up Project. Thanks for listening to another episode. And today we're going to be talking about that unease around finding your passion and how it's one of those things that I guess now, um, classic statement, but with the rise of social media, you you tend to focus on it a lot more and finding your passion isn't necessarily something that always just comes to you. It's not like a freaking bright light out of nowhere and you're like, oh, I'm so passionate about that. That is my life's freaking purpose. Um, and that hasn't happened to me yet. And, you know, it probably, it might not ever happen to me and it might not happen to a lot of other people as well. Um, and that is totally fine. So I wanted to talk about that today and a bit about why I think that's okay and how I sort of deal with um, not knowing what my passion is and I guess why I think that it's a big deal in general. Um, So I guess I'll give you a bit of a backstory as to why I'm even talking about this because you're probably thinking this is a bit random. So at the beginning of year 12 I want to say, no actually probably the beginning of year 11, in high school, I was really stuck on this idea that you had to find your passion and something that you were just really good at. I would describe it back then as that person's thing. And that was because a lot of people around me seemed to, when I look back now, I don't think they had any idea, but um, at the time it seemed like they had it all together, um, they knew exactly what they were going to do when they grew up and they had just like found their thing, like their passion. And I was looking at people who were in like the first 11 like girls soccer team or something and I was like, that is it, they have found their passion, they're going to be playing soccer for the rest of their days, like they have found it, they've cracked it, but why haven't I found it? Why am I still struggling to like kick a ball straight why am I still struggling to get excellence like why have I not found my thing yet and that I just got really caught up on that idea and I feel like it stuck with me for so freaking long until I spoke to a few different people and got their perspectives on it and it really 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 got me down just seeing all these people around me who'd found their thing or their passion or something that they were interested in and I was sitting there like I am the I'd hardly say jack, but I'm like, I'm like the jack of all trades, master of none, you know. I was sort of all good at everything, but I was never really good at one thing in my mind. Um, and yeah, I really struggled with that. It took me to, a, I want to say it took me to a dark place because I think it definitely did. It is one of the only things in my life that I can say actually really got me down. Um, I've been blessed to have such a supportive family and supportive group of friends and um 
I've been raised with beliefs and confidence that make me feel like, you know, I have everything go, going for me. I can do everything, anything I want in life. So I've never really had any problems with being down or getting upset about things or anything like that. But this thing I had in my head about finding my passion was just crippling. Like it literally made me feel like I was worthless. Like I had no place on this earth, on this planet. Like I was going nowhere. Like there was pretty much no role for me in life. And bear in mind, I would have been, what, 16, I would have been 16, 15 or 16 at the time I was thinking this. And 15 or 16 years into my life, I felt like there was no place for me in this world because I hadn't found my passion. And then I thought people who had gone in the top sports team or like gotten all the awards at prize giving, they'd found their freaking passion, which is just so, just so ridiculous thinking back now. But at the time it seemed so real. And I feel like this is something that other people might struggle with too. And even now where they feel like um, a bit older, maybe outside of high school, just finished uni, um, maybe a few years out of uni and you still feel like you just haven't found that thing that really um, ticks the boxes for you that um, gets you going, gets you up in the morning and you feel motivated to do and you're just sort of watching the clock at work or you're not really um, feeling like you're living life as such, you feel like you're just sort of rolling with the punches and I think we can all relate to that feeling and it's the worst, it literally makes you feel like shit Um, and I suppose with this lockdown it doesn't help that either, Um, you feel like you're looking at everyone else doing all these things and maybe you don't have one, that one thing that you really like doing, if it's painting or working out or all the cliches, if you don't like one of those things, you know, you feel like your life in lockdown is purposeless and you're just sort of laying around doing nothing Um, and it's funny because I haven't really been able to relate to that through lockdown because I've been working and all my other spare time has been filled up with working on this or um, doing some other work so I haven't felt like that at all through lockdown but I definitely felt like that through high school and a little bit through uni where it's just like what the fuck am I doing with my life like what am I doing and why why am I on this earth pretty much like what have I been put here to achieve to do Um, and it's just the worst when you can't figure it out so that's pretty much the backstory as to why I'm talking about this because it's something I really really struggled with and um, something I still haven't figured out you know to this day I really still don't know my passion I don't know what my key interests are Um, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in 20 years I don't know what career I'll have when I have kids I don't know any of that Um, and that's fine and I've learned to to be okay with that because that is okay and to be honest that's probably the majority of people as well Um, and I think that the idea that you have to find your passion and the one thing that gives you purpose in life is bullshit like I think that's not true at all and that passion that purpose that feeling of satisfaction and content can come from multiple different things it doesn't need to just come from one thing in your life Um, and yeah we'll get into I guess how I sort of deal with it so and I feel like this is almost just a therapy session for myself pretty much just going over my (laughs) life's journey but I thought that it would be a cool idea to maybe record my thoughts on this now at 21 years old so that I can look back and one day and think okay that's how I was feeling at that time and that's how I sort of dealt with it maybe I had found my passion by then 
you know, air quotes, or maybe um, I still am just rolling with the punches. But that's another thing, you know, you don't want to just be rolling with the punches. You still want to be going for things and aiming for greatness in your life. You want to be aiming to have a filling life that you love and you enjoy. But that doesn't necessarily have to mean that you've found your passion. So that's where the disconnect was. I thought in order to live um, a fulfilling, amazing life that I wanted to have, I had to find that one thing. And so I thought that maybe trying things like painting and trialing for every single sport I could and joining every kind of cultural group at school, I know this is so stupid, that I would actually find that thing. Um, and yeah, that's just not true at all. It can come from so many different areas in your life. Um, and it doesn't have to just be external, you know, a lot of people find great fulfillment and um, purpose from it being a parent, whether they're a stay-at-home or a stay-at-home mum or a stay-at-home dad, um, that is their, their life's purpose, their kids are the thing that get them up in the morning and give their life that passion, that purpose, so it doesn't just have to be a job, it doesn't also just have to be one thing either, it can be so many different things, so I guess when I started to change my mindset on this, I was probably dealing with this whole trying to find my bloody passion bullshit for, mm, I want to say maybe until the second year of uni, so probably like five years that I'd felt like this, but it was only sort of for one year that I, that one year in high school where I was like, nah, there's nothing out there for me. I have no purpose. I felt like I was never going to find that thing. And I think that's just your mindset with everything, right? Like you go through a breakup or you go through something that happens in your life, grief or whatever, and, and you just think, I'm never going to be able to get over this. I'm never going to be able to recover. I'm never going to be able to get through it and see the light. But that is just so not true. Like I want, if someone is listening to this and they are dealing with something, whether it's finding your passion, a breakup, grief, whatever thing that is going on that to you feels like the most traumatic thing in the world because pain and uncomfort discomfort sorry and all of those feelings are relative to the person and we will never be able to tell how painful one event is compared to another person so if you are going through something right now that is just terrible I want you to know that it will be okay you will get through it there is another side to this and trust me when you break through and gain that mindset that there is you feel so empowered so strong you feel like you can take on the freaking world and nothing can stop you um and of course we all have days where shit hits the fan and just you know you're not enjoying life and you're not enjoying what you're doing and that's completely normal as well but when you sort of know that you can switch into that mindset um that there is another side to this and that it, what you're thinking right now isn't the end of your life or the end of the world um, that is when you'll start to feel empowered and that's when I started to feel empowered and then eventually I ended up finding out that I wanted to do the One Up Project which makes me feel so fulfilled on the daily um, and yeah I think it's another, I, I don't know why I'm relating this to relationships but you know when you go through a breakup and then you're like oh my god like I'm never going to find another guy or gal like that was so amazing as the last person or whatever it is and then suddenly 
you're sort of over it and you stop thinking about it and it sort of leaves your mind and then that's when you find the person who you love or like the person that you're going to be with or whatever you know it's like that it's kind of the more you stress about it the more you feel like you're failing at it and like you can't find it and when you sort of just start to relax and give yourself a break from shit like that that's when you end up making changes and making moves um and yeah I mean most of us will be our own biggest critics right so I, I'm a big believer in giving yourself a break and giving yourself the benefit of the doubt but just the same I am the biggest believer in you create your own re- reality you are in control of your mood and control of your life and control of your emotions you know things can happen to you but internally you have the power to turn that around and um, make things better and I'm I've always believed that and I will always um always say that to other people you know like change starts with you um always so with that little rant being said I'm going to talk about some ways where you can start to think a bit more practically about not being able to find your passion or not being able to find the thing that gives you joy or fulfillment in life so you hear a lot of like okay no I mostly hear this from Gary V. he always says you have to enjoy the journey you know if you want to get to a goal whether that's making an average salary of a million dollars a year or whatever it is you can't the goal can't be the thing that keeps you going because if the goal is the is the motivation it'll dry out you know eventually that goal just won't be the thing that pushes you anymore he says you have to enjoy the journey it has to be about every single failure and success and little thing that pops up in between that journey has to be the motivation for you to keep going and I wholeheartedly believe that in the sense that yeah okay if we don't know our passion we might not have this end goal yet um and that is all the more reason to enjoy the journey and by enjoy the journey I just mean really take on board every opportunity that comes your way that you think could be interesting or cool um I guess for example when I interned for Next Advisory during uni um they had so many cool like things that I could do um that were outside the scope of what I was supposed to be learning in my uni degree I mean, I pretty much helped Luke plan like a whole event for International Men's Day, International Men's Health Day. Um, And, you know, I was studying an accounting degree. So that was something I really enjoyed. But after that, Luke and Phil gave me the opportunity to keep doing work for them. And, you know, a part of me was kind of like, fuck that. It's the summer holidays. Like, let me just enjoy my last holiday before I go into real work and for a lot of it I did but I also did a little bit of work for them through that period because I knew that they were people who I I enjoyed working with and people who inspired me and would push me and give me opportunities if I worked hard on the other side of that so um I took that opportunity and I loved it and I loved doing work for them I mean it wasn't hard work or anything um but it was still work and it was something that it gave me the opportunity to learn a little bit more about things that I didn't really know too much about and might have been interested in. And I already knew that I was interested in the business world as a whole, but I didn't really know which part of that 
interested me if it was accounting if it was numbers if it was marketing like what part of that was really my thing and that was, that was obviously my big big problem right like I needed to find my thing and so I just took on every opportunity that they've thrown at me and to this day I'm still doing that and I really really enjoy it and I'm just enjoying the journey of having a full-time job working at like a big accounting firm doing a bit of um, work for them and doing this and it's teaching me so much and I'm just trying to take on those opportunities as they come to me and not really worry too much about where it's actually going to take me because for all you know I could do like five years of work for next advisory learn all this shit and never use it for the rest of my life but I'm not really thinking about that because it's just a part of the journey which is um which is helping me to get to the next place I want to be. And then on the other side of that, for all you know, five years down the track, this could have taught me how to manage social media so well that I just opened up my own agency of social media management and now I'm running six different uh, Instagram pages for different companies or something. Like you really don't know where different people and different opportunities can take you. Um, so yeah, that would be my first sort of thing is take on every little opportunity that comes at you that you think you might be um, interested in and also don't underestimate how much people want to help you. The people I have met have given me endless amounts of help um, and knowledge throughout the journey of my like uni career and doing the One Up project and it has shocked me how willing people are to give over their experience, their knowledge um, so that, you know, you can sort of get the one up <laughs> haha, on um, whatever you're doing next. It's, you will be shocked at how much people are willing to help you. So, you know, if there's someone in your mind right now who you think knows a little bit about something that you're interested in, regardless of if it's relevant to your current career or whatever, get in touch with them. Like seriously, it is so normal in our day and age to meet up with someone for a coffee and chat to them about their life story and people love doing that people would love to talk to others about their experiences what they've been through what they've learned and all of that kind of thing so you might think that meeting up with someone and having a coffee or whatever is something that people only do in the business world or if you want something out of that person but the thing is, this can be for any industry. If someone inspires you, regardless of why, you should try and get in touch with that person and really leverage off the value that they have because you'll probably be surprised at how willing they are to give it up. So yeah, that would be another one, you know, be open to every opportunity and um, open to all the people around you because they are resources. Um, they can push you into different things that you never thought would be would be possible I think anyway and I guess I don't want this to sound too fluffy because I'm definitely not the kind of person that fluffs up everything and sugarcoats I'm definitely a strip it back pretty honest straight up kind of a person I actually 100% mean it you know every part of the journey of life is a lesson and it teaches us something and it doesn't matter how irrelevant you think that it is to your life as a whole, it will teach you something, you know. I mean, there are still things I've learnt in my hospitality job, which is my first job ever, working in a kebab shop. There are still things that I pull from that job into my everyday um, life, like the things I do, whether that's to do with actual cooking or whether that's to do with customer service, how I talk to people, how I handle feedback and complaints. Um 
you know, those sort of skills are things that you need to learn through jobs like that. Passion doesn't have to be a part of one thing. Passion can be evoked from so many different parts of your life and it doesn't have to be your job either. You know, I feel like I've heard a lot of people say, and I have also said this heaps, I want a job that I am passionate about. I'm, I want a job that I'm passionate about, that I get excited every day to wake up for and do. And I think I still strive for that in a lot of ways and that's something that I want. But I think it's good to just understand that it doesn't need to come from there. Like it doesn't have to. Um, there are lots of people who would do a job that they really like um, and they're happy in that job they're not hating themselves every day but they like that job but their passion doesn't actually come from that job their passion comes from the travel they do when they take up all of their annual leave or their passion comes from uh, teaching kids English on the side or the extra thing that they're doing or all the mission trips they do overseas with their church or all of the all of the music they make on the side because they're a SoundCloud rapper or whatever you know what I mean so it doesn't need to just come from your job and I know that a lot of people talk about having side hustles or whatever and that can be a scary thought for people who don't really want to have heaps of things on the go you know they just want to have the one job and then they can sort of relax um, but you know your passion might come from your family and spending a lot of time with your family and um, maybe you've got someone in your family who isn't as abled and you do, you help them a lot whether it's with um, getting them food or you help them shower or like whatever the situation is um, that might give you fulfillment in the sense that you're helping someone else out that you love so I think it's just realizing that was a big part of my journey because I thought that I had to find my passion but it had to be my job like I had to be passionate in the job that I was doing and that's just not the case and I've spoken about this a little bit but it comes back to knowing your strengths as well you know knowing what you're interested in comes with knowing what you're good at I feel because we all want to be good at different things um if I look at my strengths a lot of them I think pretty much like eight of the top 10 or something are around relationships so you know involves people and that sort of thing so now I've realized through doing the one-up project when someone sends me a message or something saying that this certain episode really helped them and now that they've now they've started a compound interest savings account or something I'm like that makes me feel really good because people and people pleasing and um that social aspect makes me happy because that's a strength of mine, working with people, talking to people, that's something I enjoy and that's something I feel like I'm reasonably good at. But for other people, that might not be the case. You might fucking hate socialising, you might hate talking to people and that is 100% okay. Nothing wrong with that, you've just got to know where your strength lies. So maybe your strength doesn't actually lie in relationships and relationship building, but it lies in critical thinking. Or being in a team. So, you know, maybe you enjoy um, doing things with a group of people rather than just, rather than just individually because you might not trust your abilities as much as other people can come out and just do that. Um, and that's totally fine as well. So your strengths might lie in working in big groups to come to a common goal. Um, maybe that means if you're interested in something, starting a community Facebook group or starting an Instagram where you share heaps of different things that um, help out a community like quotes or whatever I don't know it could be anything but it's about learning those things about yourself I think 
I think I saw this on I Love Ugly's website or something and it was like the greatest tool you can give yourself and someone else is your own self-development and I just couldn't agree with that more. I mean, if you know yourself well, it's not only going to help you but it's going to help everyone around you understand where you're coming from um, and how your mind sort of works. I also think once you understand those strengths, those things you're good at, those things you're not good at, you'll stop beating yourself up for the shit that others can do that you can't. Like if you're not maybe the most confident and you always see someone else going up in team meetings or or whatever, saying their opinion and you're like, oh, I wish I was that confident. Um, I wish that I was able to just come out with my thoughts. Maybe that's something you could work on, but also maybe that's just not where your strength lies and that that person, even though they come out with their opinion all the time, it actually kind of irritates other people because that they feel like they're coming off too strong. Whereas you might be able to re- relate to people more because you don't come out so strongly and you try to relate to another person another person first um, and then you sort of add your opinion and like this could be an option and I'm quite strong on this belief but you know it doesn't necessarily mean it's right um so yeah you'll just stop beating yourself up for the shit that you're not good at as well all my traits that sit at the bottom of my strengths finder test um are to do with being analytical and strategic and being able to sort of come up with really um intelligent solutions to problems and you have a different way of thinking and I wish that that's something that I could do and something I could provide for a team and be able to be that person that just has this really unique way of approaching different situations and solving problems but I'm just not that person like that's just not where my strength lies and that's totally fine but maybe if there was a sudden change in the business and everyone was freaking out and um, at work or in the personal life and they needed someone to quickly adapt to the situation and be able to talk to people and um, be confident in that, that's 100% something I could do because I am quite an adaptable person. Um, I deal pretty easily with change. It doesn't scare me and I'm I love talking to people. So Working with other people becomes so much easier when you can both acknowledge what you're good and what you're bad at and I feel like you see a lot of businesses and maybe even friendships um, and relationships where there's two people and one person is completely like opposite to the other person but they work together because they know each other's strengths and weaknesses and they know why those things sort of fit together like a puzzle piece. Um, So I think there is so much value in knowing your strengths Um, and you know also knowing your weaknesses being able to acknowledge where you might not be so confident or so able to do something and then getting someone else on board to help you with that so I think that can contribute a lot to knowing who you are and being confident in what you do and therefore that could lead you to finding something that you're really interested in or that gives you that feeling of purpose and fulfillment I also try to always be curious and this is something I love about kids and really admire about kids is that they're just always so curious about everything and they just you know obviously they don't know what the fuck's going on yet but I love that and I try to be like that as well where I just I just make sure that I'm always asking questions and um if it's something I'm interested in, you know, trying to find out more about that thing and try and get involved more. You have heard it on so many of our episodes where people have just said, always be curious or always try and find out more about different things. 
um, that you think you might have an interest in and I wholeheartedly believe that as well. And just going back to knowing your strengths and being curious about that, it might be worth going back and having a listen to the episode about um, the strengths finder assessment with Suze if you want to find out more or do it for yourself or just do any other random free personality tests online and just try and find a bit more about yourself. Ask your friends, ask your family, you know, what they think that your strengths are because trust me they will notice you know like they will see where your strengths lie um you will see it in your friends all the time you know you might think oh they're so good with kids or um man they're really confident at just getting up in public speaking or whatever it is because usually those little strengths that you notice about them actually leads into a lot of other different areas of their life um so ask your friends what is it that is my strength or that um, you like about me or that you think is a positive quality. I mean, it sounds very fluffy when I say that, but I really do mean it. And if it's something that you're um, struggling with and you're something that you're interested in, then it is going to be well worth speaking to your friends about it. And they will be honest with you, of course. And I feel like a lot of people feel fulfilled. And I didn't really believe this at first because I was like, oh yeah, but most people feel most fulfilled when they're helping someone else you know, when they do something good for someone else. So even start there, like, what is it about helping other people that makes you feel good? Do you teach them something? Do you donate to charity? What is it that you do that makes you feel good, fulfilled, and makes you feel like you're helping others? And that might even lead you to something else. So yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about this as well, because I think it's easy enough to tell someone, you know, you're so young, don't put pressure on yourself, just ride the wave of life. But it's like, well, no, actually, I want to do something meaningful with my days and my time and I, I want to strive for something more um, than just watching the clock go by at work. So maybe that was a bit of a practical take on what otherwise is a bit of a fluffy topic, um, especially because it's all good and well to say, you know, just don't worry about it, but that doesn't mean you won't. And I definitely still worried about it, even though people told me you're so young, it doesn't matter. Um, and it's not even something I spoke to a lot of people about until a few years down the track and they were like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either. And I was like, ah, so always worth chatting to other people because most of the time they're feeling the exact same, especially as young people. I feel like we all experience so many of the same feelings and emotions and go through the same things in life. Um, and comparison is obviously a killer of joy. So you might look at someone else's life and think that they have just found the bloody thing that keeps them going day to day um, but really they might not feel so fulfilled so I hope that this was somewhat entertaining or at least good background noise for while you're cleaning out your wardrobe or something um, yeah I'm really enjoying doing this podcast and this is a bit of something different my personal opinion maybe but I do have an opinion and I will share it asked or not as you can already tell so if there's anything else you'd want me to chat about let me know and um if you enjoyed the pod any episode share it to your stories I love seeing um that you guys are actually listening it means the absolute world and I'll catch you on the next episode cheers see ya all right guys thank you so much for listening I really hope you were able to take something valuable away um be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at the one up project and I'll catch you on the next one